AF Eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Hello and welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent AF about all things football. My name is Bart Welch. And my name is Emil Freund. And might I just say, off the top, da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, right. Winners are grinners. Golden From pod. From one winner to the next. Yes, a golden pod. Um, a good is, bookending uh, of the weekend, might I say. Mm-hmm. The first game and the last game. Big yeah, games that- for this podcast. Big. It's a big week for this pod. Um, and we, I think we figured out last year, if you don't know what a golden pod is, it's a rare, it's that rare for Saints and Blues fans, but it was the amount of times when Emil and I would, our, both our teams, St Kilda and Carlton, had had a win. And uh, it's pretty bloody rare. Well, but, this is uh, the here we are. fourth year we've been on uh, on the air, on the virtual mm-hmm. air, on the e-air, <laughs> that tasty, tasty <laughs> digital air. And oh, yeah. I think you counted it up last year. It was something like, like eight nine or, or nine. Yeah, was, so this might be the 10th golden the Lucky pod. number 10. Lucky yeah. number 10. It was and, hey, mu- much like both of our teams this year, I hope this season we go above 10 on that uh, on that dubs board. Mate, maybe we can get another nine or 10 golden pods this year, uh, which is pretty bloody optimistic, but I'm in an optimistic mood after a big dub merely. At this point in the season, you know, it's going to be tough if you don't have optimism and uh, we've still got it. We've still got it. Our cup is full. It ain't yep. running over though. It ain't running over. It ain't runneth yeah. over though. Yep. I've still got my coffee lid on. I don't know about you. do. But- yeah, mine is definitely on. I, I don't think uh, it's not overflowing yet with, no. uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like my Carlton Blues Cup is closer to the to overflowing than the Saints Cup I have because uh, I think that there, it was more a more comprehensive win for your Blues or a, a more optimistic start than those shaky Saints. But all the same, I'm very, very happy to join you on the uh, the winner's table. My cup is like a, a, a delicious uh, takeaway fur you might get from uh, oh, yeah. from your local Vietnamese place. Oh, and it's yeah. hot. It's a hot cup. And you had to like, it's the, the liquid's up high and you had to uh-huh. put the lid down and then probably wrap that motherfucker in glad wrap to make sure it doesn't oh, yeah. spill out spill out on your drive home. Oh, yeah. But uh, I want to assure you and, and all of our listeners that the lid is on. You're right. And there's well a tasty broth on. inside. I'm but looking I'll tell forward you what. to tasting it, but I want to get home oh, yeah. to drink it. I don't want to drink it on the way home. That's dumb. Nah. I'll spill it all over myself. Burn my crutch. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You can't be eating oh. tasty fire while you're driving home. I think, uh, though, merely that it would only take, what do you reckon, one more win, maybe two more wins to go 3-0 and 4-0 and for the lid to, for that fire to just burst off mid-drive home and scold your face. I reckon... Uh, I reckon we'll have to beat another team who is, you know, legit in the mix uh, because we, we still don't know at this point. It's still so up in the air, early season days, all of that. I want to, I want to, man, I want to beat like a, dare I say it, Melbourne. That'd be nice. If if we yeah. be, if we were to beat a Melbourne, then man, I'm the lid's off. I'm getting on Uber Eats. I'm ordering, I'm ordering more is what I'm doing. I'm getting a Bunch second of bowl of pho for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And for all my friends. Yeah, oh yeah. A huge bowl of pho. Broth for all. Um, well, I tell you though, you don't want to sell yourself too short. I like your realism because uh, that's the way you should be. I've been burnt before. Like you have soup. been, you've been burnt by the broth, baby. Um, but you know, beating, Richmond, uh, no easy beats, and beating the Bulldogs. So, yeah, they're 0 and 2, but only 0 and 2 because you beat them in a good game and they played the reigning premiers. You know, they're, like, they're last year's grand finalists, merely. So, uh, that's two bloody good teams still, um, even with Richmond maybe not being at the full peak of their powers. But you've beaten them both, like, not comprehensively, but, or maybe Richmond a bit more so, but like being in control. Um, 
And might I say, the game against the doggies was an absolute cracker, dude. I I watched from the comfort of my as of my home as I often do in these last few years. But geez, it was I was really excited for the Blue Baggers. And man, your forwards just firing the twin towers in Kerno and Mackay, and like just converting goals. And I felt comfortable when someone was lining up, being like, "Oh, they'll kick this because they're a good team now." Um, Tell me how your night went at at the game, matey. I tell you, it's such a contrast to the last few years. Both of these two early season wins, both of these games are games we would have lost last year or the year before, without doubt. We've I've seen us lose games like that where we've been in it to our necks or even challenging teams like Richmond in, in round one or, or teams like the Bulldogs. We match up well against them, it seems, uh, and have for the last few years. But we would have lost those games when they came at us hard. So it's... It, it it makes me uh, it makes me salivate all the more to drink the tasty broth. Um, it was man, it was a good time. That first half, I I just I loved seeing it because it, it was a different way, different path to victory against quite a different outfit um, to the week before. Um, and and like you said, our twin towers were were lighting it up, kicking kicking the bags, kicking the goals, um, and. We were kicking in the clutch goals when it mattered. The dogs were not. Um, and they came at us hard, which I knew they would. I had a feeling, and I, I think I texted you, and I definitely Indeed. said it to Brad, who was sitting next to me. Yeah. Um, I said, "They'll if we can withstand their 10-minute burst or 15-minute burst in the third when they come back, if we can withstand that, then we're a really good chance. They might overrun us because that was my fear, that their spread and leg speed and um, – death by a thousand cuts midfield would just get the better of us. But I reckon um, our physicality to the contest uh, meant that that legs speed, that spread, that connection wasn't quite there. And man, like both teams were going at 70, over 70%, sometimes up to 75% for both teams, uh, disposal efficiency, the entire game, like high quality footy. It was a cracking contest um, and you're absolutely bang on. You texted me saying your fears for the for the fourth quarter, I think it was just before the fourth, and it, it exactly what your <laughs> exactly what you predicted did happen. And they came out and they had a few shots and they just didn't quite capitalize the doggies um, when they had their moment and you held firm and, um, you know, held on or, or you got kicked away and, and did capitalize when you had your chances. And, gee, your midfield was just – is is so solid and it's not just like the obvious stars in Cripps who started so well this season, like such a good season. He's really worked on his goal kicking too. He's converting a lot of tough shots. No, I um, think it's fitness for Cripper. Like obviously the back injury, being informed, but no injuries. being, being, being yeah. informed, no injuries, being able to run all day and not have to work through like that pain of, of being a, like a broken yeah. back kind of guy. Oh, um, so it means when he's lining up for goal, he's not – just catching his breath um, and having to do that. He's, he's got the fitness base that he can kind of take his time and clearly like worked on his technique in the, uh, in the, in the summer um, and it's paying dividends. Uh, but you're right about the midfield, man. Um, it's, it's not just a one trick pony anymore or you no. know, one, two punch. We got, we got different options and, you know, seeing Walshy roll through there wasn't his best game, but he still racked up 30 plus possessions. Ridiculous. Um, just a yeah. beast, man. And obviously Chera was out. Um, was that a health and safety protocol it was, situation? It was, it was, yeah. Right. So he, we'll see. He might be back this week. It depends. Word around the club is he's he's doing all right. But um, nice. Who knows? As as you were aware, it takes COVID it's hits a differently. Time, baby. Maybe it's that's his right. partner. Maybe it's him. His, who knows who had that's the COVID true. better? Yeah, let's hope true. that he's he's back. But hey, I'm yeah, not but so worried about it if, if, if this mate, week as I would have been in years past. Isn't depth a wonderful thing? It ain't. It ain't no longer Paddy Cripps hold, carrying the team on his on his banged up shoulders. It's mm. uh It's a bunch of people playing as a as a unit, and uh, it's great to watch. It's uh, it's really good to watch. I, I really loved that game. It was one of the better games of the round. And you're looking like a, a pretty top team at the moment. It's obviously early days, as you said. That that lid to that fur and that tasty broth is still on, but it's mm. it's shimmering. It's it's oh, yeah. bubbling along. The steam is escaping a little bit. Yeah. Um, the one the one thing that I need to see before I get truly excited is um, yeah. what it looks like with uh, a little change in personnel in our backline because. We lost Oscar McDonald 
uh, to, at halftime to a back spasm, which he's suffered from in the past, back injuries. Um, and that was, for me, no one's really, I don't think many people have really talked about this uh, in, in any of the media that I've been consuming post the victory. And I've been consuming a lot of media in their post win You're um, even going to listen to this podcast on the, on the replay. <laughs> Hear your own twice. voice talk about the blues. <laughs> I might have some hot takes. Who knows? <laughs> Definitely have some hot fur. Um, but the thing that I noticed at being there at the ground was that uh, was that losing that second tall defender really collapsed our structure. And a, and a good team like the Bulldogs were able to um, ex- try and exploit Weedering and put him kind of betwixt in between whether he comes out um, with the leading forward or he stays back in the hole to try and um, cut off the deep um, entry. And that was looking good for them for a bit. I mean, it's it was a credit to us that we were able to hold on and, and, and really a credit to their poor goal kicking that helped us a lot. But hey, uh, good at kicking is good at footy. So oh, when yeah. when um when Lewis Young comes in as he as he probably will uh, this weekend, I'm hoping that'll right the ship there because I didn't like the defensive setup losing that uh, that second tall in OMAC. So um that's a that's a little wait and watch for me. But, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of winners Jeez, and grinners, man. speaking oh. of winners and grinners, Bart, you tell Is me, you tell me about uh, about Maximus, Maximus Rex, little Jack just, Higgins, and the, oh, yeah. and the and the those juicy Saints beaten down on the West Coast St Kilda Fremantle yep. Saints v Saints. Um, it was a funny one, merely. I I think I need to rewatch it because I absolutely loved getting the win, no oh. doubt. Really needed it. We haven't won a game at Optus before. I believe that's the first win in like that's 15 right. attempts, which is pretty crazy because yeah. we were pretty handy in 2020 and, you know, we've been okay through some of these years and to not get a win there is – we've been a bad team on the road. but So so it is a big win, I guess. But it I was dare one say of those didn't games. love Subiaco either. Did not love Subiaco. No, we haven't loved um, anywhere apart from Melbourne, really, for many years. But – we, yeah, it's one of those games, mate, where I watched the first quarter and I was, I was actually sitting in Hobart Airport in the Departures Lounge because I was heading back here to Sydney. That's where I go to weekend. watch my footy. Oh, well, everyone does. That's, that's, we were all there watching it together, obviously. It wasn't just me sitting over in a corner on the ground with a laptop wanting to punch the screen in after that first quarter. Not at all. Ooh, no. Um, yeah, we hadn't scored a goal when it was like, you know, zero five or something. And there might have been a rushed one in there, but there was gettable goals. And it was, we were, we looked like we were kind of winning around the ground or it was an even-ish contest. Like it wasn't a bad game, but to not finish just, it's just so triggering as a Saints fan to be missing goals. And after watching the aforementioned Blues and some other teams that, are, that aren't doing these things, I I was just... <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty gobsmacked. I was like, when are we going to sort this shit out? Why do we keep missing goals? But thankfully, it was only a couple quarters later when we figured it out. Um, and we kind of, we just exponentially got better through that game. So I feel like our season kind of started in the second quarter of this game. The first round wasn't very, it was pretty disappointing against the the Pies. And, you know, they're 2-0, maybe they're slightly better than... And we all thought maybe they got a bit of a sugar hit or a fresh coach bounce, some, something along those lines. But it wasn't very, it wasn't a great game, the first game. And so to to kind of start off that first quarter looking shaky again or looking good, better around the ground, but missing goals was was hard to watch. But as it progressed on, um, you know, the second quarter was better, started to get, get the game a bit more on our terms. Um, and then... The third quarter, we we really exploded and played our our best quarter of footy this year easily, and um and was we looked more like the team of, you know, twenty twenty or the back end of last year when we were could play a bit of the Saints footy, whatever whatever that may be. Wow, got their speed back, man. They had yeah. their, they had their they had their run, they had their carry, they had their, yep. their dare, and they had their kind of rush to kind of uh, support as well. And that fucking that patch from Max oh, King, dare I say. Huge. He is ready for Maddie's match next week because he has hit a purple patch. Oh, that is bloody good, Emil. I love you for that, and I agree with you. I hope he can um, back it up again. I'm sure he can because I f- I think he's really shown a lot of growth since mid last year when he had copped a lot of flack for his uh, inaccuracy in front of the big sticks, but he really got it together in the back half of last year. And 
you know, quiet round, quietish round one. I think he kicked one, the one goal, or maybe got two. I think he kicked one, but uh, kicking four, uh, including the you know three goals in, I think it was one hundred and thirty odd seconds. He just he heated up like you know old school full forward kind of like get it in there towards the guy who's on fire right now, and he just turned the game on its head. And we've got we've got a couple of those players that are starting to emerge, like. Jack Higgins copped a lot of flack last week for, you know, being a bit selfish, not handballing to Gresham and also just missing goals, basically. I think he kicked 0-4 and, you know, he copped it a lot last year as well when I believe he kicked 0-6 against the Swans in that kind of turning point game midway through the season before the bye. And, you know, so he's copped a bit, but for the guy to – I was very proud of him to – I could see the nerves on him when he was lining up for goal and for him to be able to convert and, you know, turn it around and have – I don't know, 16 or 18 touches as well as four goals and some assists in there and a lot of pressure. He was he was showing some X factor. So we've got a big man and a little man who both can turn the game on, on its head. Like, because we forget, you know, like he's a crafty dude who loves his footy who can kick kick snacks. And um, he's just had to cop a little bit more in the last couple of years. And I feel like hopefully this is the start of him getting getting back to to his best because he, he looked very dangerous and damaging. And uh, for a small guy, he can kick a pretty long goal. He can kick 50 pretty easily. So I think uh, it was exciting, really. It was good to see. And um, our back line held up pretty bloody well. Not that not that Frio had the their best team on the park. And, You'd and lost forwards. Dougal prior to the game, hadn't you? That's right. And we're playing Dara Joyce, which is whenever we're playing Dara Joyce, you know we're, we're – we're looking a bit thin. He's a he's an Irish player who's pretty bloody solid. He's a big no, fullback, and yeah, he, he, he looks, just um he looks like a and... slightly squatter Sam Reed. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's how I like to describe him as. Yeah. Um, but whenever we're playing him and like Jared Lynott or Leanett from Port last year played as well, which is like that. That's not our first choice list on the park, but they actually functioned pretty well as a back six or as, as a defensive unit um, and held up a lot of entries in the fourth quarter. But all in all, man, like to just get the win this is what I mean by needing to watch it back. Cause I was kind of so frustrated by that first quarter. And I watched the game in a game of two halves, including, you know, a flight to Sydney in between. And uh, you ever so graciously messaged me just, just checking if I was watching the game live or, you know, as a good fellow footy fan does, they're not careful not to spoil anything. And you know, that even the slightest, Lightest little subtext there. I'll pick right. it up. And uh, so you're very good at that. Um, but I so I did watch it in two halves. So I came home and then, you know, was pacing around and got to got to see the win. So I was very happy, but it nearly needs a rewatch because I was so <laughs> frustrated in the first quarter. Uh, but uh, yeah, mate, it's... it's we're, Some players played a lot better, a lot more intent, a lot more... Um, uh, yeah, a lot more of a team-oriented game we were shit in round one we just did not play like a team but this round we were it looked like we were chasing hard for each other and tackling hard and jack Steele didn't have a great game but got 13 uh, tackles josh battle belongs in the back Amazing. line yeah where he took i don't know how many marks he took 12 13 marks or something like a solid amount and took a bunch of intercepts and josh just battle dominated. crashes packs Right, it mm-hmm. just rolls off the tongue. We yeah. got with the battle axe. We got King. We have got some good names in the team. We got <clears throat> Hunter Clark, you Kent Steele. You got, you got, yeah. yeah. Oh, those, right. those ones. Clark, Kent, and the Man of Steel. It's all right. there. And it's King, come on. Come um, on. But yeah, mate, all in all, dude, good to get a win. Because if we go zero and two in these winnable games in our early start, uh, easy early start to the year. I say easy in inverted commas because it's always tough the first few rounds, but. Um, yeah, if we went zero and two, you know, it would have been a lot of pressure on the Saints and then would have started to go to rats and eesh. I'm getting emotional now with a sip of water, Millie. Oh, I understand. I understand. And it was a pretty remarkable round in many ways. We haven't even talked about some of the biggest stories to come out. Of course, oh, yeah. Big Bud and his thousand, uh, thousandth goal at the SCG. That was incredible. That was remarkable. I I really enjoyed sitting back on the couch and watching that. That was captivating um, television. That was man. It was it was a moment. It was a real moment. Uh, and all the people out on the ground having their picnics, scattering their ashes, scattering ashes, you know, yeah, s- stealing the ball and running away with it. It was it was, it was beautiful for footy. It was mental, right? wasn't it? So it was, nice for footy. It was awesome, and it was um it was one of those moments where. You know, you you know you're witnessing just like a huge event like this. We're going to see that replayed so many times, and it was, it was. I was watching it in near disbelief, and I I was captivated through the whole thing. You know, the whole like, 
I just watched the the whole end of that game. It was so strange them having right. to come back on the ground and then it started raining and was like, yeah. it seems weird to be playing these last four or five minutes. Um, and they want the mercy rule to come in and just finish the game there. But I'll tell you what, there's a brave, there's, <laughs> there's a brave young man who that first guy who ran out onto the <laughs> oval, he was nearly at the 50 meter mark as the ball was being kicked. <laughs> And like, buddy could have shanked that not even out of not even as a behind or or out of bounds. That could have just come off the side of his boot and landed in the goal square, and it could have been play on. And there was a there's like he wouldn't have been the only one that was on the ground, but he was like nearly at buddy by the time he kicked it, which is pretty crazy. Probably had some Dutch courage going on there, or some some youthful courage at the very least, because it was ludicrous. It was wild. It was wild. And you know, I I got some inspiration from that. Uh, that game. And I, I think uh, we're not likely to see everyone's saying it's the last time we'll probably ever see it. Like, fuck off. You don't know. I don't agree. Like, with that. You just can't say it. Can footy's, footy's been going for 120 odd years. AFL's been going for 120 odd years. 150 odd years. Fuck. A yeah. long time. Yeah. 1890s, whatever. Anyway, uh, the game's changed so many times. Who knows? Yeah. It may well open up again. And, and you know what? When uh, next time, I'm going to, I'm going to, Save my ashes for when Harry McKay yes. kicks his hundredth goal in a season. <laughs> yes, you can you can run on for me and, and scatter I'll my ashes, scatter even if it's before my time. Who knows? It might be the last time. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll maybe just cut that. a little finger off or something. We can incinerate yeah. it and cremate yeah. the finger and chuck her out on the uh, on the MCG. Immediately. <laughs> um, it has to be. If it's yeah. a marble, don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll wait for a, a home game at, uh, at the G before I scatter your ashes, bud. Um, but yeah, it was awesome to watch. Um, it probably will happen again. We could never say. Who knows? But it'll be a little while. But I feel like, you know, this weekend we saw big bags of goals. So who's to say that it can't happen again? We've got, you know, nine between Colonel and Mackay. We've got four for King. We've got six for Larky, who's doing mm. very well at North North Melbourne. Um, I believe there was others, but right now I can't think of them. But key forwards, man, they're doing, they're doing good things. I want to introduce an old segment uh, back into the show for the first time this year. And uh, I think it's time to ask, but who's, who's good? good? Yeah, I knew it was coming. I love that, Mealy. It's, uh, oh, gee, who is good? Who's good? It's so hard to know. And, <sighs> so you know, we, we're putting Round ourselves two. out here. You know, we might get egg on our face. We're, we we're prepared for it. We could. Yeah. Uh, it's just who's good at the moment. Mm, it's hard to get up. a read, isn't it? So let's uh, let's let's hard. have a little let's have a little quick go around, and maybe we, maybe we can uh, go via ladder order. That's pretty. That's pretty safe. It's a pretty uh, safe starting bet. starting from the bottom. Are Port good? No fucking oh, idea. Geez, no not idea. sure. I'm not going to do a David King and completely write them off after two rounds because zero and two ain't what it used to be. Uh, no. It used to be a bit of a death sentence for your finals chances, but it just isn't at the moment. A heap of teams. Last year was zero and two and played finals, but it's weird that there are teams who made the top four last year who were in the bottom four, and teams who were in the bottom four last year are right at the top with like Collingwood and Hawthorne. So, I think Port are middle of the road at the minute, but I feel like if they get a good run with their injuries, and normally they have a good run at home, uh, they will be good or they'll be better. But right now they aren't that good. But if they lose to the Crows uh, this week. Who I'm prepared to say are not good. Yeah, they're then, not good. Then I'm I'm more happy to call Port not good. Yep, that's right. And a, and a showdown. Yep, hundred percent. That's because the, to the crows, they ain't good. Both. Yeah, of them. I mean, look, they, there's many excuses you can make for the pork. Um, they're missing their bookends, Alia and uh, and Dixon, and that yep. that that hurt any team. Well. But you, you, to win the amount of footy they did in the middle in oh. that game against Dust Hawks, mm. uh, and to not. And to just, oh man, they just they butchered it. They would, they were bad. They more were inside fifties as well. In hand. Yeah, more oh, yeah. inside fifties. Like uh, they well, won I guess most like, of the key yeah. statistical stats, except I mean key um, yeah. stats, except for yeah. you know kicking goals. It's a pretty and Hawks important one. just kicked fucking straight, mate. Thirteen or fourteen in a row yeah. to finish out the game, and they they looked like the freaking globe trotters, man. Like when they were, I got to say, you know, I thought the Hawks were going to be tied to the bottom of the ladder at the end of this year. And I don't know, my, my big calls were, you know, maybe Sydney has a drop and Essendon has a drop this year. Might be right about Essendon, wrong about Sydney. 
wrong about Hawthorne thus far. Did not think that after round two they'd be top of the ladder with a percentage of 170 after beating Port by 60 points at home. That is, I don't think any people would have picked that. Um, but she's, oh, wow, man. Um, and, and look, who's uh, good? Yeah, I think there's also something to be said for, you know, it was like a, it was a Russell Ebert, they did a big Russell Ebert tribute before the game who, you know, is the, one of the biggest figures to ever come out of the Port uh, Port Adelaide Football Club in their history, um, storied history. And that, I think, may not have helped them. Like, it's a lot of potential additional pressure. Sometimes mm-hmm. the emotional uh rev up and the, uh, the, the do it for so-and-so sometimes oh. it works and sometimes it really backfires. And I, I reckon oh, there might've really been, once the shakes started to set in a little bit of like, Oh, we're confident up here. And we all, we all know you can't trust port. Um, you can't, maybe they can't trust themselves either at the moment, but who do you trust these days? I think, um, that, that, as you say, the emotional tribute kind of games or the, uh, you know, St. Kilda are one of the worst for it, man. Whenever we've didn't, got, didn't work with the warning game, tribute. No, and then didn't work with the uh, Danny Frawley tribute. And we lose those kind of games whenever there's some emotion attached to it or we're playing for someone else. We lose those games. We win games we're not supposed to win or when the pressure's off, you know, when it's a free hit, we win those ones. Um, Except for, you know, the Maddie's match, we've actually kind of, that was maybe one of the ones that the anomaly matches where we actually go right in this game. Maybe it's against the Tigers where we go okay against. But the first Maddie's match, we won by about 100 points. That was that 81 or 89 to 21 halftime score against the Tigers in 2017, about five, six weeks before finals. but yeah, geez, Port. Oh, who knows, man? Who else is? What's what's we're going, we're going bottom S&Don. up. S and Don. S and Don. Not good. Uh, not good at the moment. No. And they have lost the merit, and they yeah. now play the the, the, D's, the D's who are good. Are good. And, uh, Safely say. Not good versus good. Good always trumps bad. Emil. Always. That's, right. That's what we always uh, say on the pod. We always say that. That's why it's a famous segment. Good. Yes, who's good? Uh, the Gwiss, the Giants. Ah, oh, God, not I'm good, just, man. I'm, I'm very disappointed in the Giants. I, yeah, um, I know the ambassador maybe it's, is Maybe too. it's on me for having high hopes and little expectations, but they have quality on their team. They just, yeah. just without, they just don't have a forward line that'll match it. They don't have no. a ruckman who's enough chop. It yeah. ain't working for them at the mo. Um, you hit them on the head. Those two, and things. I, that's where it I goes just, wrong. I just wonder if, uh, you know, I wonder if Leon Cameron's still the man. Yeah, I wonder. I, I thought this I'm about not, him before, though, and then he and then he yeah. was the I'm, man again. Well, but like, I'm not. I'm not really. I don't like to load pressure on coaches because, yeah. like, I mean, not that I have any power to do. Mate, we have weight. Don't, don't you dare. Whoa, headline tomorrow. Wait around. Yes. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, after seeing him in that, um, in the in that doco, uh, Amazon Prime doco, a couple of years ago, uh, just wonder if coaching has moved on a little bit since then. Like there's mm. seems Leon to be a profanity new, a new breed. Yeah. It seems to be a new breed coming through where mm. it's not the, the, my way or the highway bash and crash, um, de- de- degrade your players in front of the other players. I don't know. Maybe. And I'm sure he's a lot. I'm sure he has a softer side too. Uh, mm. but based on what I've seen, uh, I just, I just, and given how long that they've, you know, been with him, just wonder, just Who wonder knows? how they're all feeling. Maybe it's yeah, time right for now, conscious yeah. uncoupling. I'm not sure. Maybe, man. Right now um, they ain't good and they should be better because they have a top-tier midfield. But as you say, back line's good too. But mm. the forward line is just garbage at the minute. Or they're having to throw their mids and like really change yeah. things up. And a little old man named Toby Green, Captain Toby Green, would have really oh. helped this side. Wow. Oh, dude, they would have won probably one of these games. But... I reckon. I reckon. I'd, I'd almost go as far go as far as to say that they would have come a lot. Well, probably won. Probably won both of them. Like probably we, don't, beat let's not, the Swannies. Let's not, let's not, Who knows? Uh, definitely, I reckon would have beat the Swannies. They were they were close enough. To right in it. Yeah. Right and then they just couldn't quite capitalize at the end. They missed a few shots again in their forward line where Toby Green, he's clutch. The guys are set. Um, all right, all right. Adelaide, Adelaide. Crows, not good. not good. Not good. No, they're West. Look, they're not good. Um, no, nah, they're rebuilding. They got some good young yeah, players you know. there, but also some of the young the, players. I know, yeah, a little, had a little look over them as well. They've, right. they've been drafting. Sure, I don't quality. know. The last few years, they've been well. No, they've they've had some really high draft picks, but like Riley Thilthorp got dropped on the weekend. Yeah, they've had like Ned McKenzie and Chase Jones. Game. Fogarty is just like 
That guy was going to maybe go top five. He went pick 12 and it was like a slider. It's been fucking shit. Like he hasn't been very good. And it was five years ago now. Like I know big men take time. And I know that's also a unique take that I have. But when is it going to happen? I'm going to write that down. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. He has a basketball background. Anyway. What? Yeah, yeah, just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the West Coast Eagles, not good Ooh. for obvious reasons. Um, not good because they've yeah riddled with COVID. Riddled hard with to COVID. know. Hard to and know. And injuries. Very I just think I'm, I'm afraid that this season's just a write-off for them, uh, which Feels like I'm, I'm okay with. Um, oh, very happy about it, to and be honest. I really hope that I, I like the way that they are at least outwardly talking about it this whole COVID experience. Um, mm. And I hate, I man, like, I hate all of the talk about, oh, is it, you know, is it fair? Is it in integrity. the integrity of the game? It's like the game and the, the comp uh, is is bigger than one team. And yeah. COVID is bigger than the game and the comp. Yeah. You can't take the game and the comp outside of the circumstances that it's been in. And, and, yeah, and if we all decide good. that we don't want to live on a hub, which we do, and they were the biggest uh, op- opponents of that, mm. then they just got to decide that they're going to carry on. We can't just have a team drop out halfway through a season or, you know, whatever. It's not no. 1918 and you're not university. So <laughs> we've got to, exactly. we've got to draw the line in the sand and they being sand gropers keep trying to move the line a little bit. Um, I do. No, they they're talking about it well in public, and yeah, I hope he, that they he continue to do well. that because yeah, it's, it seems it's to just too. how it goes at the moment. I'm afraid. Absolutely, I, and I hope also don't fold to that. By the way, me neither. I don't think they will. They haven't yet, and yet they they that was a crazy you know 14 changes for the team, and they had a bunch of debutants and picking people from the you know the waffle and pretty crazy, but. Also, they nearly won the game. And two, it's going to happen to clubs all year. Every week, there's one or two players that are out for, because of, due to COVID. Like every week, that's that's happening to to pretty much every side. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to happen. And the and like the game isn't fair anyway. There's a fixture released every How year. Much? You play double exactly. ups on top four sides, and like Collingwood barely moves out of Melbourne. You know, like there's a heap yeah. of inequalities through the AFL. And yeah, they had a shocking one week. But what's going to happen this week? They're probably going to have ten players back in. And hell, who knows? Maybe it's like, what do you, you get them all done at once? You get 14, 15 players to get COVID at once, and it rips through your team over a week or two. Or do you get lose two, three players each week for a whole season? Like. Not that it's always going to even out like that, but this is just how it goes, right? There's injuries is, every year. This is the this reality is of, of having it's, a footy competition in the middle of a pandemic, and yeah. it's a luxury that we get to have it at all. So Exactly. It is know. what it is. It's going it to happen to lots of clubs, and I'm glad they didn't call it off or anything stupid like that. And they nearly won, and I think they handled it pretty well, actually. For a team Bloody that loves dead tears, they actually were pretty good. Agreed. Uh, but they're not good. Now, not good. next, <laughs> the West... And Bulldogs, they, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. They are I'm gonna, good Look, I'm going to say they're good too. They're good. That, yeah. And they lost to a good team now because let's be honest, the Blues yeah. are a good team at the moment, merely. Um, and they, they've just lost to the reigning premiers and a side that is in the top eight in the Blues. They've lost to two quality teams. So, and they were in both of those games. They were. And they've, look, they've got holes on their list that some teams are going to be able to exploit. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm liking the fact that we might be one of those teams who can start to kind of, you know, look for weaknesses in, in other teams, um, and other teams and, and try and exploit them. You were but right, by the way, your tolls worried their both ends. You, they you did. called it perfectly, Amelia. It's exactly what happened. Jeez, you're good. It's almost like you have a footy podcast or a brain for footy or you're just a big uh, fan, merely. I love, I love, I love me some foos. <laughs> um, yeah, look, they've got some holes in their list, but they're going to, so I reckon, not this year for me, for the dogs. They're going to worry teams. I, hope, I reckon they'll get in the top eight. They play well enough that they should. Um, yeah. But I think that they're a bit too, yeah, a bit too short, both at the front and the and the back. And, you know, getting Bruce back will be a big in for them because that'll change their whole dynamic. But without that second key defender, Teams like Melbourne or, or Carlton or anyone who has two tools, mm, you're stretch then, then there's there's a there's an advantage there that if you're winning enough of the footy in the midfield, you should be able to exploit. So yeah, we'll and that's the thing you just got to beat them in the midfield because when they're on their on their best behaviour and no. they have multiple goal scorers when they're nice a lot good, when they're nice good boys when they're nice good boys the and then and they are good, um, yes. yeah, it's, they have an even spread across their midfield who are kicking goals as well as being you know dominant and, and dishing off to their forwards as well. 
but uh, that hasn't quite happened yet. So yeah. the jury's out, but I, I think they're good. I think they're yeah. good enough. All right, Fremantle. Uh, not to denigrate your win at all, but yeah. I, I'm disappointed by Frio. It's this bad loss, so man. Far. We both yeah. tipped them. You know, they They've should had, have won that game yeah. at home. They would have hoped they they would have they would have been really up for that and really uh, thinking that they would be able to get it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, have. they're missing some important players, but a lot of teams are missing some important players. Exactly. And, and it, there, there comes a time in your development as a young a young team where you've got to start to kind of go. Well, we've got to get those wins over clubs. It's not like yeah, and you got to yeah, beat they, teams like the Saints, man, at home. Like when we never win at the venue, and we're you know we're we're not tearing the, the game apart. Like they should have beaten us, or it should have been a game that they should have won. So they're disappointing, and I can't say they're good after that that game. Uh, no, nor me. Uh, next is St Kilda. Uh, I'm not quite Same ready to say good, maybe. but yeah. not not good either. Nah, not good no. either. Somewhere nah. in between, middle of the road as per usual. We may build. It's slightly a little step i'm just glad at least this year we have maybe started it earlier than last year when it was rocky road early days and then it was shambles and then we got it together in the back half of the season uh maybe round one was a shock and it's like all right and then that quarter was we stuck to it we stuck to the game after that first quarter we weren't getting reward scoreboard nourishment but uh, we did by the end because we started to convert. But maybe we've remedied, remedied it early and we can start to become good. But right now, St. Kilda ain't good. I liked their good players getting uh, getting the footy as well. Uh, that was good. Uh, that was a damn good thing about their win. And they've got a lot of good players to come back. So, yes. And you know what else I just realized? Uh, Rocky Road is yes. the, the same color scheme as the Saints. It's got the, <gasps> the, the red-y oh, pink of the marshmallow, yeah, the white-y yum. white of the, uh, of the marshmallow, and the dark of the chocolate That's for the, the, chocolate. For the Black Christmas Gilda. So That's Rocky Road, it's, no, how, well, how we, did we never think of this before? Is my I don't know. We are a Rocky Road. It's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> symbolic. Um, I, Some people love them, some people hate them. There's some nuts yeah, in there, but hey, divisive. You know. They're kind of non-threatening, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe Daryl Lee could be a sponsor. For next <laughs> I was going to say we got Dare Ice Coffee, so we could throw in a Daryl Lee or a, a Rocky Road or a Cadbury's or something like that. I reckon. Yeah. yeah, pitch this to the club. There's a thought. Uh, yeah. uh, North, not good. Not good. Too young, developing. They've also yeah. now lost a couple of good players in LDU, yeah. Luke Davis, Uniac, and, and Taren Taren Thomas. Thomas looks like he's out for a while too. Owie. Who is good? Is good. Um, very good. Very, Many very good. good players, but not good team. Mm. Not yet. Yep. Uh, Richmond, uh, probably still good. Probably still good. Yep. Goodish, I'll say. Goodish. Jury's yeah. a little bit out, but goodish. Beatable. Yep. Gold Coast Suns. Ooh, don't know. Don't, don't know. know. Uh, good, good win. Can I say good for the first Last six week. rounds? <laughs> good, good, good to go, you know, uh, come up against Melbourne and not, not get blown out the park but it wasn't their home okay. ground so they would have hoped and you know yeah. they got a there's a lot of upside there so if they can yep. find a little a little bit of form then they could yep. easily be good uh, and you mm. know what they're in the eight yeah baby suns are in the eight they're just scraped in for eighth spot but they're in sun, there the sun might be rising i don't know it might be rising it's also there's a bit of a, a bomb a weather warning for around True. their region. So we all know what that means for the sun. Cloudy skies. No, sun. no fire to D. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. And then there'll be like lack of energy. There'll be, uh, you know. Yeah. You know who's a hard team? I mean, Geelong are good, but. Geelong are good, for, man. For a good, they are good. For a good team, they lost badly. Uh, yeah, surprising. I game. feel like the moment in the night might have like got a got to them somehow. And I, which... I think their goodness is trumped by Sydney's goodness and they're Bloody real hell. good. Sydney uh, are was wrong about them, mate. They're they are top good. four. They they're are not slowing good. down. Yeah, they're real good. They have gotten better than last year. They've uh-huh. continued on that exponential growth. They've got good players everywhere. They've got young players. They've got the McCartan brothers down back, which I love. I don't love even that. care as a Saints, ex-Saints fan. I just want him to be happy and enjoy his footy, which he's doing. Good footy they're, story. They're good. They're good. They're also, good. the Sydney crowd gets around it pretty hard and they have a bit of a vibe uh, and uh, they de- have a genuine home ground advantage at the SCG. So there's that. And they are um, good and I was wrong. Unfortunately, I think it was wishful thinking wanting them to fall out of the eight this year, but they are good. We, uh, You know what? We... Uh... We let our we let our love for the for the charcoals. Uh, I think oh, we both wise. we both thought the charcoals would be up there and that the swans would be uh, dropping a little yeah, bit. But little we, uh, we got the old, the old switcheroo. Put the wrong side of the bridge, merely. Yeah, we did, we did. Uh, Bru- uh, Carlton are next. Uh, and good I, mate. I feel like they're good, mate. Uh, no, they don't, they don't yeah. feel like fluky wins, but no, you know, they early feel in like the season, hard 
hard-fought wins with top talent on the list and working as a team, mm. good contested footy as a team, mm. uh, which means that it, which equals good. Good, they're good. Uh, Brisbane, good. They're good. Good. Yep. Little, little been a little, sh- little, little shakier than I thought they might be, but they've played two good teams. They did that last year though, as they well. Did, they did. They were, they were um, kind of shaky for six rounds, and then they're one of those teams. I feel like they've just got a, a few gears that they can just like sit in when they want to. And right yeah. now they're just sitting in like second or third, and they've got another couple of gears that they yeah. can slot into. I feel like most of the teams who played finals last year. Uh, a little little wobbly early in the season. Melbourne is a Great. bit of an exception for, to that yep. because of that massive sugar hit. Speaking of Rocky Road, my God, they had they had they had enough sugar to turn them all diabetics if they're not careful. <laughs> um, but they're the exception because they were they they just got caught at the right time and they're still on the up. But a lot of those other teams, yep. the ones who didn't get the um, the not the premiership nourishment. Dare mm. I say, um, uh, going to take. Uh, well, I think we're seeing what that means in terms of their preseason and and when they'll come good. Um, okay, Melbourne is next. Well good. We can. We They're can, good. I think we can yeah. put a line under that. <laughs> a little recap. Yep. Um, <laughs> Siddles, very good. Um, top They're four. We reckon. Yep. Collingwood, good. Wow. Don't wow. don't trust them, yo. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I reckon they. Well, the next two we got here is Collingwood and Hawthorne. And I think out of the two mm. sides, I think Hawthorne have a bit more, uh, maybe more of a tendency or maybe more potential to have a more sustained goodness, merely. Where I think Collingwood's is a little bit more, I think they'll be tested soon and they might not pass those tests. I think they're better than people thought, but I reckon they've got, if we're using, we're talking Rocky Roads and Sugar Hits again, they got a tasty sugary hit from Craig McRae there. Craig McRae, is that his name? Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. like Daryl oh, Lee yeah. and Craig McRae. <laughs> yeah. um, it's uh, a knockoff brand. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, the black and white, uh, yeah. or black and yellow. Black and sorry. gold. <laughs> black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> they are black and white and they are sponsored by black and gold. Um, yeah, I think they'll be tested later on. Beating Sydney and beating Adelaide is not that great. Whereas Hawthorne beating um, uh, Port and beating, who did they beat in round one? Oh, North Melbourne. Eh, so-so. But very good win on the weekend for Hawks. So Yeah, I'd put, them in, this, I'd put have, them in the hmm. same category, hey, Collingwood and mm-hmm. Hawks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you're right to kind of link them in that in that little description. I think that, that's how I feel about them too. They're, yeah. they're there and they're playing it, but um, can they play that song all year? I don't know. Um, I do Ooh, like same. both of their, they both got really good talent on their list, but for, um, for Collingwood, the question is the forward line still. Yes. Yeah. Um, and for Hawthorne, the question is, um, is depth, I reckon. And, and yeah, how long those young kind of players can do it for in a season. So I'll tell you what though, with Hawthorne, t- like they've obviously got a really good system and a, and a, yeah. are a good well coached, team because yeah, he's doing a great job. Like, cause they don't have a top classy run of players, like a grade players. They've got, they've got guys who know how to win. They just have, they still have Gunston who was unreal on the unreal. weekend. They still have guys like Bruce and like Sicily has a sizzle. Sicily, like they, yeah. these guys know how to win. They are winners yeah. and like, you know, particularly the, the Gunston types and the people from the kind of premiership era. They know winning like no other team. You know, that era was just like, it was no coincidence. Remember when Hawthorne would just like scrape over the line and beat you by three points or something. It was so hard to beat. Yeah. And it was and it felt like the ball was bouncing in their favor and doing all this stuff. But it was, you know, their team worked really hard. And then you get, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And that's what, um, you know, that's what the Hawks were for that long. And they still have players from that era that still are able to get them across the line like Gunston and others. And, well done to them because I didn't expect it. And it looked like, the, as I said, the bloody Globetrotters were playing out there at Adelaide Oval on, on uh, Saturday night. It was something yeah, special. Look, it they I they will they won't always kick that straight, and teams won't always be that fumbly. Good teams, mm, but yep. they're going to beat some teams that will be you know unexpected or yeah. like supposedly better than them. Well, or, that's right. They're no you know, easy beats. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Who's good? Right. We know now. We know now. We know. Now we know. That's it. <laughs> that is a freaking good segment, my friend, and I'm glad that it's back. It's Who's a good? Also. <laughs> it's a simple one, but uh, it's effective. All right. Well, let's see how that informs our uh, our tipoir. Yes, baby. Because we're on to around a three. 
Oh Round three, gosh. starting this Thursday night at Marvel, we got the Bulldogs taking on the Swans. Cracking game. Cracking game. I'm excited for this. Grand final so 2016 excited. rematch. Yep. Oh, I'm real keen. Um, dogs start as slight favorites under the dome because, you know, they do play well there. But I'm mm. tipping the Swans. Are you, you Yep. You and me both, Millie. I can't, you know... Past performance is not a reliable... It is a bloody reliable <laughs> indicator. And they were pretty damn good the last couple of weeks. And They were. They, oh, some of that dudes, Heaney and Parker, and they were oh. snapping on their left boots from 45 out. They are nearly hitting the roof of the dome and going in. They've just been unreal. Um, and they're going to win again, I reckon. Yeah. The doggies will get it together soon. But also, even if the dogs were zero and three, they ain't done. You know, like mm. they're the type of team. Bulldogs fight and bulldogs... Um, win? Win? Yeah. Not this week, Ooh, but dogs. yeah. But not this week. The Swannies <laughs> will get up this week. Yeah, um, I agree. I believe. I agree. Emil? Mm. I, well, look, I just, it, it's, again, it's the thing, it's, I don't see really weakness on the Swans list, whereas there is still, you know, a couple of weaknesses on the Bulldogs. So, yeah, that's the difference for me. Uh, it is. Right. We got a double banger on the Friday. <gasps> Two games on a Friday night. Um, that's pretty this, cool. It's very cool. Uh, it'd be better if they were, you know, played so you can watch them back to back. But, yes. you know, hey now, hey now. I don't care. I'm going to yeah, enjoy whatever. Them I'll watch them both. Friday night. Yep. And whatever I've one's better, I'll I've got my one. opening night for Comedy Festival that night. So I probably won't actually oh. watch either of them hey. live, but I will check them out. Little plug for the show. That yeah, sounds great. Go on. Uh, yeah, Dice Paper Roll, Dice Paper Roll. At, uh, live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We've got six shows on this weekend, three shows this weekend, three shows the next weekend. Uh, oh. Come along. It'll be a real fun time. We've got some really great guests as well coming oh. on to play some D&D in front of a live audience, a.k.a. you. It's so, so fun. Uh, you know. Get along. I've been tw- I've been twice, listeners, and I, I'm I've never played D and D before. I you know don't I, you don't have to be following along with the pod as a weekly listener. Like I went pretty cold both times and had a really fun time. It was like awesome to go to. Um, so I will try and go again. What what day is this weekend, Millie? Three shows this weekend. Yeah, so we're the first, uh, the first and the second. That's yeah. Friday and Saturday. We got a yeah. two our night shows Friday night and Saturday night at late shows ten thirty, late and loose in the city with some oh, guests. Yeah, and then we got a got a got a family friendly show at uh, three p.m. Uh, in Carlton at the Motley Bauhaus. Our, our city shows are at a place called Bard's Apothecary. But if you want to check it out, uh, put a link in the show notes. Is but the, uh, it's, is on, the, uh, it's on the Comedy Festival website. And it's the same story for the weekend after. Friday Fantastic. And, and is that on the Sunday, the matinee? Or is that the Saturday? Uh, Saturday. So double okay, show so Saturday. Free... Much like the double header on Friday. Uh, there we go. And so you got yeah. a free Sunday, my friend. Yes, I do. And will you be going to a game at one ten on this, Sunday? Uh, this was MCG? no. This oh, what a coincidence! I guess I am free on the Sunday. That How is weird. very interesting. Do you know who else is also free and is coming down <gasps> to watch some footy, baby? No. Sure this am. is news to me. Hot yeah, off the yeah. presses. You heard it here on the pod yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, well, I did dude. anyway. Uh huh. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> fresh off the hot off the press news. Booked my flights just before meal, so let's get some tickets together. I'm coming to the G, baby. And watch us lose in IRL, and we'll be seeing that, you as well. That so. is delightful. We'll also be going to the Junk Time uh, live show afterwards. Yes. Uh, so uh, I heard a little 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 plug for those boys. Um, yep. who they are great. Good work. I'll be watching um, Maddie's match at that time. But if I wasn't, I'd be going. But I will be going double header again from well, Carlton Hawthorne straight into St Kilda Richmond for me on the weekend. Yeah, that, I love the double header. Yeah, maybe you know if if the Blues have got that winning feeling, then maybe I'll see you after your game as well. Depending yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Um, Ride it through to Sunday evening. Yeah, really. well, it's comedy fest, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm up for some laughs. Yeah, um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, we are. Friday, <laughs> Friday night, the first of the double heads. Yeah, headers. that's right. At the, at, the mm, at the G, at the D's, at the Dons, D's and Dons at the G. Pretty easy tip. Pretty simple. Uh, it'd be an incredible story if Bombers got up. That'd be just the injection that their season oh, yeah. needed in order yeah. to get them pumped up. But I just, I just do not see it at the moment. Uh, and particularly, particularly with no Zach Merritt, who has been their best player for a few years, and he's an absolute jet and a consistent jet, and someone who's also been consistent in terms of injury. I don't think he's missed many games. Really, in his whole career, he's been very durable. Um, but he's done an ankle syndesmosis situation, so he is out, and that weakens them a lot. 
So I think it's the days, and they're going to go Speaking zero. Speaking as a Blues fan, he'll only be out with Syndesmosis for what two weeks. So well, fine. yeah, if you're Superman, Sam Walsh, you're back next week, but um, he'll probably get COVID and be out for a day. <laughs> probably would. <laughs> you're back tomorrow for training. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and then so D's for us both. Mm-hmm. Um, at the AO Adelaide Oval, we got uh, the showdown. The second of the double headers. Indeed, eight twenty. Uh, Eastern time, which makes it 7.50 Adelaide time. Um, nice. Yeah, got to tip Port, but I just uh, they're, they're pretty wobbly. They, it's just the type of Port thing to do to come out and beat up on the Crows, oh, yeah. though, in this game, isn't it? No doubt. I have yeah. no doubt. They beat them. They've beaten them for a fair few years in the show. And answer more. no questions about whether or not they're good. Yes, it won't give you – it won't shed any light on that, on that question. So that's exactly what they'll do. Port will win this match. Mark my words. Uh, did you mark them? I did. <laughs> yeah. I marked good, them. Good, good. A plus. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> at 4.35, a late start on the Saturday because uh, they're giving airtime and room for the AFLW, which we hey, love. Um, it was supposed to be the granny, but of course with Collingwood's COVID protocols, they had no supplementary list to draw from. So they played the game the week later. So uh, it's this is a prelim instead. Uh, Melbourne versus Brisbane at the G first game um, on the, the G, Saturday first... afternoon, which is yeah, momentous first... and historic, and yeah. I am all about it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah first first um, women's match at the MCG. Yep, very exciting. As a, as a side little AFLW tip, I'm uh, I'm going to tip Brisbane. Oh, interesting. I was thinking yeah. of tipping the Ds just because, you know, okay. something right. about that hallowed turf, man, and a Melbourne Guernsey running out there. I don't know. Brisbane are I a like, better side. I, I like it for symbology, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Brisbane, are, Brisbane are quality. They're very good. Yep. Um, okay, 435, Giants Stadium. It's uh, the battle of the new teams, mm. the Gwus and the Suns. Um, mm. Gee, I, it's it's a little toughy. Um, I will be real uh, real into the Suns if they can get this done, but I still am going to back the Giants. I think oh, um, yeah. the big brother thing is still is still real. I reckon they're, mm. they're just a bit bit older, a bit stronger, a bit wily, a bit tougher, and um, I think mm. they're going to get it done, although the Suns should challenge. Yeah, see, I, I think – I don't think. I know. I'm tipping the Suns, Millie. I feel, Love this for us. Yeah, it's, we're out of lockstep. We're normally pretty nah, close because we are know, pro tipsters. But I'm going I'm going a little bit uh, a little bit conservative. You're going a little bit bold. Well, fair, and, you know, yeah. You balance it out. It's lovely. And you, we do. And you're backing, like, history, which is probably the smart tip. Like, the GWS have – a better team when they're up and running, when they're all there, when they're playing well. But they're not playing very well at the moment. Or they played well in round one, but round two was that was just pretty shocking. I only watched the highlights, but our man out at Giant Stadium, the ambassador himself, Mr. Alex Williams, he was dirty on them. And he he, if you ask him, are they good or bad? He says bad, pretty pretty firmly. He was like, we're not good. We should have played a better ruck. You know, Tom Green got spanked as that undersized ruck. Um, he doesn't rate their forward. He knows. He knows their weaknesses and he knows the team better than any of us. And he doesn't rate them right now. And Gold Coast play, you know, they're in the eight, mate. They're good. They, they play are, they pretty are. Top early eight on in the season. Top eight team. I guess the only thing that, you know, that puts it really in the Giants' favour is that it is being played at Giants Stadium where, where mm. they do play pretty well. But I think Gold Coast have got a little bit, bit of swagger about them and, I don't know, It'd be man. a big step in their maturity, wouldn't it, to come out? Yeah. Again? Is it time? Maybe it is. I, I think it could well be. Uh, my other question is, is Isaac Rankin playing? Because if he is, then I, I'm almost tempted to jump in your boat there, Bart. Um, I like that. Because he was a laid out for the Suns and um, they missed him. They missed him a lot. What was he out he for? I didn't know. Really in the uh, in the first. Oh, I don't actually remember. I'll, uh, he was so good. Yeah. 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 I missed that. He's, I missed he's, that he's, he's started the year well. That first oh, game. He really has. He mm. He's looking like the player that everyone wants him to be in that exactly. first round. So um, I hope he is because he's great to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to see what, what happened to him. Uh, 725, it's the Blacks and Whites versus the Blue and Whites, Magpies versus Cats at the G. Uh, um, Cats. Cats, baby. Yeah. yeah, Cats. I think watching them, even though they lost on, um, you know, they lost last week to Sydney, overawed by the, the moment perhaps, I was watching them and just thinking, you know, they are, Geelong are the best team in the last 20 years. They mm-hmm. just are. Like, Easily. they really are now. It's become very clear. Like, 
to miss one final in bloody 12 years or something is absurd. And to yep. be always competitive is ridiculous. And we always think they're going to fall out of the eight and they're too old and this and that. And then they just keep doing it. And they're such a professional outfit and it, and I respect them and it makes me mad because my team isn't, but we came up around the same time 17 years ago. Like, and they're still there. They're still like, up. we were both getting good in that, like, 2005, 2006. Like, yeah. around that era, it was like St Kilda and Western Bulldogs and Geelong were, like, the kind of teams that were get, getting pretty solid and Port Adelaide. And and they're still there. They're still competitive. So, they're the best side of the last 20 years, even with Hawthorne and Richmond in there and a few, you know, a couple of dynasties. Bloody cats, man. My my goodness. And I think they're going to win this game. Bringing it back they're to the now, I think they they this is the first real challenge that Collingwood will get. Collingwood win though, bloody good on them. But I think Geelong, you know, as I yeah, said, you know, cats they, they land on their feet and they prey on native animals. So I uh, expect them to pounce on the magpies. You couldn't have I couldn't have said it any better, merely. <laughs> couldn't have drawn a longer bow. Um, <laughs> um, Eight o'clock uh, Eastern time, uh, daylight mm. saving time. That is, it's the Lions taking on the Kangas up at the Gabatoire, mm. and it's going to be a, it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Lions also like to prey on native animals, and uh, this native animal, although albeit you know quite tough. A boxing kangaroo yeah. with a shin bonus spirit, Oof. but losing two of their best promising young midfielders and against a team with side. a good midfield. Yep, and a and a hard and team across back the to board. His fucking pomp. Yep, they are a good side, and they're just At as home. we said, they got a bunch of yeah. gears that they can click into, and they're going to do this one with ease. The Lions will beat North. Uh, Sunday, it's the aforementioned one ten fixture. Carlton Game of the round. Hawthorne. Game and the, of the G. Round. Gee, I'm excited. Uh, cannot Me wait. Um, I'll be there, as will you. And I am tipping the blues. Yeah, me too, man. Um, I think it could be. I was kind of saying that in jest, but also mm. with a little bit of seriousness to it, because yeah. it well could be. Game of the round. It could be an absolute cracker. I'm really excited. This is going to be my first game of football that I get to watch for the year, unless I get COVID again, which is very <laughs> unlikely, you'd think. But um, I think that the Blues are just looking too damn good. But some of those Hawkers, but if they keep it up again, geez, we're going to get a lot, a lot of clarity oh, if, after this if, round, aren't we, Millie? Round yeah, three, we really to, will. Pieces start to fall into place. It's tough after round two, but uh, we'll be getting to know who's good after this weekend. And I think the Blues are good and they'll be getting the dub. I think in the past this would be another one we'd drop. You know, we were in, if we're in better form and they're like uh, they're they're playing well, but we should have the better team on paper. We'd we'd all especially to Hawthorne, we'd always drop this game. But I don't right. feel like that's yeah. us now. Um, no. the, the, one of the things that's keeping my lid on is yes. that um, I really want to see us put a team away. Like we yeah. had the opportunity last week against the Dogs to put the foot in their throat and just finish the game. Uh, and weren't able to, um, so it kept him in it. Um, and so if we get in that position against the Hawks and we put him away, I'll be very excited. Um, if we just, just get over the line, I'll be still quite excited. But, um, yeah, I'll be pretty oh, – who knows? I'll be pretty sad if we if we lose this in a kind of disappointing manner. Yeah, that would be the Blues of old, which we both – you and I both think that they are long gone. So I, ho- I hope for your sake that they aren't. Um <clears throat> Um, what was it? Oh, here, a question for you about the aforementioned mm-hmm. lid. You've mm. got a reasonable next couple of games, including this Hawthorne game, and then We've the got following a good week. fixture all year, actually. Like. Yeah, dude. And you play Gold Coast next week up there. Yes. And then the week after that, you have Talk another power. winnable game in Port, but in Melbourne. Yes. My question to you is when. How many wins is it going to take for that lid to, to, to blow off? Like if we yeah. if we beat if we beat Port in Melbourne, yeah, uh, a team who games, has a team who has end? come to the MCG and smashed us like right. recently in a couple of games. Well, a couple of games in recent years that I can remember going to. Mm-hmm. If Port come over and we are able to finally, that's a bit of a hoodoo for us over here in Melbourne. If we're able to put that away, then I reckon we'll. I'll start to live a little, little bit. Okay. I like that because that would be potentially a 5-0 and o start of the year. And yeah, But, you know, fuck, we could drop this game to Hawthorne. We could drop the next game to Gold Coast out of yeah, the blue and, and, and then Pork 
come True back on. and see us as gettable and then bang. So it, it, yeah. I'm, I've, I've been hurt before and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm closing down my heart chakra a little bit. I'm afraid. You're um, protecting I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. Uh, I'm open to love. I'm, I'm ready yeah. to love again. Maybe yeah. the blues will be it. We'll see. Maybe the 2022 blues will be that. I like this for you. That's a good place to be, Millie. I appreciate that. Speaking of love, it's Maddie's match at 3.20 at Marvel Stadium. Uh, hey. It's the Saint Kilda Saints taking on the Richmond Tigers. Um, very interesting. Oh, it's a very interesting game. We've got Grimes coming back in for the Tigers. Yeah, also, yep. Rewalt um, yep. announced today. Prestia. I don't even know if we did the time, by the way. It's Tuesday night, about 9.15 oh, now. Yeah. But just letting you know if you got this far, thus far. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, it was clearly yeah. 9.30 when we started because we're doing a tight 45. Uh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> exactly. As per usual, as is tradition. Um, but this game, I think the Saints might have Ryder back. It'll be a question of whether we keep Jack Hayes, that big, the big uh, concreter who is not as good last week, but still really great. And I still like him out there. Will we keep him in the team if Ryder comes back in to have Marshall, Ryder and Hayes? I reckon we should. There's a couple other players that I'd be getting rid of first, but tough game. I think we, we go right against the Tigers. We're a bit of a coin toss in the last couple of years. We kept them to two or three goals last late last year when we beat them by about 40 points. That was without Dusty when they were kind of falling apart a bit and might be without Dusty again, but... I'm going out. On a It'll limb be here, with that again. You think? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Going out pretty, on a limb. I'm, I'm pretty confident he won't be playing. Right. Well, I hope for the best for Dusty, but I hope for the worst for his Tigers. And I think we can beat him, man. If yeah, we continue on I that rise, so I think we win. And I don't know. Something felt like it kind of the penny might have dropped for us. And if we get Ryder in, if we have I don't know, maybe a couple Dougal Howard back, even better. I'm worried about. No, Bolter look. Yeah, this that's how I see it as well. If, if he tears us up, like if oof, if they've got the Bolton forward line too. that can really take it apart from you guys, uh, and if it gets so out of hand. If, but worry. but you guys have, should have the midfield that can win first use against the Tigers. They don't. They're not a clearance winning team. They're a pressure no, team. No, they're not. And yep. you guys tend to match up okay against them. We do. Uh, your game we, style. So we really if, do. If, if you can withstand the pressure and get your confidence going, get your running game going, and Get it into Maximus Rex up there. Get him. Get it to him. You get, get it. Bang on. The Max. Then you are then 100%. they can do it. But if, if the Tigers if the Tigers are worrying you out of it and and you, you you're coughing it up a lot to them, then yep. they're going to punish you on the turnover. So yep. if they get a shaky, you, know, you you yeah. you've nailed it. That's that's usually how it goes against the Tigers as well. They've beaten us by 40, 50 points in the past mm. as well. And the games in in the last couple of years, and in those games, it's when they've done it from the get go and they've shaken us early, and we we're nervous, and we can't get it get it back together. But in the games where we've held tight in the first quarter and we've kind of got it on our terms a bit, they're they're the games we've won. Um, so you, you were bang on with that, but. One other little side plot to it is we, we kind of have a couple of their ex-players who just have good games against them. Dan True. Butler and Higgins both – Dan Butler's had a few more games now because he's been there a year longer than Higgins. But he he, he kicks goals against the Tigers. I think he's kicked three or four in the last couple of games against them. And Higgins also kicked maybe three or four when he played them last year. So hopefully they go well against their former sides. And I am tipping the Saints. I'm gonna, I didn't tip us last week and we won, so I'm probably going to tip us and we'll probably lose this week. But what what the hell, merely? Well, go Saints. I, I, I didn't tip them either, and, and this week I will. Uh, and it's the Dome, you know. If Love it was that. at the G, uh, then mm. I'd probably back the Tigers, but it's at the Dome. So yep. let's let's see that uh, that slick St. Kilda that we love so much come let's out to play. Uh, 5.20, it's the Western Derby. It's the uh, it's the West Coast Cough Fest yeah. against the Fremantle Doctors. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. The I reckon doctors the Doctors is the... Interesting. Yeah, the, the, sick, the, the sickly patients. That's the uh, health and safety protocols. Yeah, it's a perfect matchup. Yeah. And I think the doctors will have the cure for the Eagles and uh, get it done. Um, they should get – fuck, they should get it done. But, hey, yeah. the Weagles in their supplementary thing have looked oh, looked pretty – I'm almost talking myself out of this tip. <laughs> the Eagles have looked the pretty – They've looked pretty big and good and, like, coming at it hard against these teams and playing – ferociously uh, in these two games I played, admittedly against um, Gold Coast and the Kangas. And the Kangas aren't quite there and they almost beat them. But the Gold Coast and Dockers should be on a similar kind of level, I would have thought of at this stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh God, they they could they could do it, couldn't they? Yeah, they could. I'm, I'm with you on the on the Doctors though. With um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably going to lose Darcy. He hurt his ankle. I'm not sure of how long. It might have just been a tweak, but he didn't come back on the ground in the third quarter whenever when he hurt it. 
That is when we started to dominate, by the way, as soon as he went off. Um, so big loss, but their mids are bloody good. Sarong and um, and uh, Brayshaw, and they're, they're, they're coming on some of the, the young mids at the Dockers, but I don't know if Monday will be back. I, I think the Dockers will win. Yeah. I think they're, they're, it'll be the hardest game for West Coast thus far, potentially. Yeah, you're right, Cockhurst in the match. Jeez, that's a tough one, Millie. I'm with but, you on but the talk. It, but it is also at Hardest game so- to call. You know, doc- Dockers should that should take out some ground. of the home ground advantage. Yeah, that's I, true. I just, and also, the Dockers have um, matched up pretty well and and gone okay against West Coast in in the like preseason games pre-season. of late last year. Twice, like they actually they? exactly so yeah. hard one. This is maybe the hardest one to tip because you literally gonna, don't know who he's playing. <laughs> I just don't. Tr- I don't trust the Dockers, but I'm going to give him another week, and uh, especially against this Eagles team, going to give him another great. week. Um, but do not color me surprised if the Eagles come out and just uh, and and ruin the Fremantle season because I reckon that's almost what it'll do. Yeah, it would break them, wouldn't it? <laughs> it really would. Yeah, they'd be beating down, de- punching down on those doctors. But you and me both, merely one more week, give them one more chance. All right, that brings us to the end of our tips. Now, there's just one little thing I want to finish on uh, before oh, we yes, before please. we close out Ill Pod. Oh um, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, are you? F- I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the Coulda Beans uh, footy show. Coulda Been Champions. They've been doing it for forty odd years. One of the big wow. inspirations about wanting to talk footy and be silly about it um, with you. Um, and so, I, I they they do songs, footy songs, where they uh, you know take popular songs and change the lyrics up. Um, some of them are you know, incredibly famous. Uh, but anyway, I decided it. I, I submitted a song to them for this week and uh, you never know if it's actually going to go through. And I feel like this will be a pretty common pairing, but I thought I'd read you out, uh, read you out the little song I oh. <laughs> did <laughs> yes, for the Coulda Beans just in case it doesn't make the air uh, because then at least it'll be down in, uh, down in posterity. It's going to make so, some airtime. It's about to, it's about to make the air right now. It's debut. That's right. That's right. Um, airways. So it is uh, to the tune of um, the Proclaimers 500 miles. Nice. All right. A classic. Uh, it goes like this. <laughs> when I lace up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who kicks a bag or two. And when I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets the fans to queue. When I clunk it, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who clunks a mark or two. And have you ever, have you ever seen a man who kicks it 60 and who kicks it straight and true? For the Hawks, he kicked 500 goals. For the Swans, he kicked 500 more. Did you see the man who kicked a 1,000 goals? The Noongar man from Perth. Buddy Franklin, Buddy Franklin, Buddy Franklin, <laughs> Buddy Franklin. He kicked 1,000 goals and he'll kick more. Uh, Buddy Franklin, Buddy Franklin, Buddy Franklin. Uh, Buddy Franklin. Players of his ilk will see no more. So that's my little contribution to the oh, I hope it makes it on, but uh Well anyway, it's bloody good. I'd like it's, to share it with you. You're a man, you're a wordsmith, <laughs> Merely. You know it. And a musical genius. Um, and I hope it makes the airwaves. I'm gonna be listening in. Well, they do this show <laughs> on the weekend, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be uh, they, they've moved to a Friday night now, but I, I tend to listen to the pod at their traditional time, which is Saturday morning, because I've got Fantastic. my routine. I like clean the house, yeah, listen to their show, absolutely. and do my thing. And yeah. You've got a double header and a show to do on the Friday night. So right. we'll have to wait till Saturday morning to see if yeah. it makes the cut. But I'm sure Indeed. it will, because it is genius, Merely. And you Definitely know that the proclaimers are going to be playing right now as we as we finish and wrap up this pod. It's coming After. in now. The volume's turning up because we're done for another week, my friends. Buddy Wrangling, Buddy Wrangling. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks we appreciate again. it. Up the Saints. Go blue. Stay with